You're listening to Kyle Warren. You know, one of the things that was really pivotal in the last election, the presidential election, back in 2016, was the so-called purple voters, voters that could vote for either candidate depending. Many of them, of course, broke for Donald Trump in 2016, but by 2020 had supported Joe Biden. Well, folks, there's a new poll out now that shows that any of that support that Joe Biden enjoyed is literally just evaporating. It's just another indication of just how bad the Biden administration has been for this country and made it so hard on people's lives. Stay with us, folks. All right. Welcome, everyone, around the globe and across the net. It is... The Friday slash weekend edition. That's right, folks. It's the day of the week when we keep you entertained and informed a little bit more than we do throughout the rest of the week. If that's even humanly possible. And as always, we do our level best to send you off into your weekend with a smile. Thank you very much. A singing host making his contractually mandated and obligatory appearance here on the program. Folks, welcome to the show. Kyle Warren Show. I'm your host, Kyle Warren, of course, and uh, we have so much to talk about um, as uh, we race into the program today. It is Saturday, May 14th, 2022, and um, a lot has happened over the last week. That is for sure. So on the program today, we're going to talk about, of course, what's going on in the economy, inflation, how it's affecting your life. Uh, we're going to talk about what's happening in Ukraine, and of course, what the the stories now about Vladimir Putin seem to be intensifying regarding his health. I think that's going to have a major, major impact on where we're going with this. And certainly if something happens to Putin, we don't know precisely what may occur in terms of Russia turning off this war or maybe Russia intensifying this war. So we'll talk a little bit about that um, as well. Also, the protests going on outside of the Supreme Court justices' homes, um, there's there's some pretty odd uh, comments that are being made about this. So we've got a couple of great audio clips for you on it. Uh, but I got to tell you, folks, we're watching all these things happen and people are saying to themselves, can it get much worse? Uh, I fear to say that it, it probably can. It probably will. But if we have anything to say about it, we're, <laughs> we're not going to let that happen. And the Republic is going to survive. And uh, we are going to get to November. This is the key, my friends. Getting to November and getting the control of the House and the Senate changed and decisively having it changed so that you can put the brakes on the Biden and the far left agenda. I don't think there's any argument, really, that the Biden administration is completely beholding, completely hostage to the far left of the Democrat Party, uh, as we can see with these different policies. These are destructive policies. And uh, we will talk about the voters here in just a little bit. Uh, but just to preface it with this, you know, Joe Biden inherited what essentially was a great economy. We we're coming out, we we're coming out of COVID. I think it would have been much better under Trump, um, but it was all set up. It, in other words, it was there 
to be able to begin to recover in a robust fashion. Joe Biden inherited this. He simply needed to sort of keep the thing going, and he could have claimed credit for it. He could be sailing high right now. He could have high approval ratings. He could be literally just soaring through the stratosphere as a popular president and all these things, and and he would be, you know, there's no more mean tweets and all that stuff. But, of course, he didn't do that uh, It's because it's not a practical thing for Joe Biden or for the people around Joe Biden or whoever is making decisions with, for Joe Biden. And what they want to do is they want to get their ideology done. They want to make it. They want to make sure that your life is going to be run by their ideology. It's just that simple. And so no matter how destructive it is, no matter how much you see it crumbling around you, they just keep pouring it on. They keep doubling down because the end justifies the means and the end doesn't include you or me being prosperous and, uh, you know, sort of pursuing our happiness and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a much darker vision. And I, I really do think that uh, a lot of that is just becoming more and more manifest every day. So once again, folks, welcome to the program. And by the way, welcome to everybody who's finding the program from my appearances on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program. Uh, Welcome to the show. We'll have some more to say about the Captain's America here in just a little bit. And of course, uh, coming up uh, early Monday morning, I'll be back on with the Captain. That's 11.05 p.m. Pacific, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time. Simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links to listen live to the Captain's flagship station of AM860, The Answer. Or, of course, we also have the link there for the GCN network, which has the live network stream. So wherever you are, uh, you can simply click on that link and you can hear the captain's program. And uh, by the way, it plays in a loop. Uh, so uh, all through the day. So you may be able to simply uh, check out, uh, check out the program, especially if you miss it. Um, of course, there's the podcast as well, but we'll tell you more about that here uh, in just a little bit. But welcome to everybody uh, who's finding the program from the Captain's America. All right. So before we get to more about voting, the purple voters, What's happening right now uh, outside the Supreme Court justices' homes, number one, I believe is illegal. You can't go try to, uh, uh, in fact, I know it's illegal. You can't go and try and, and intimidate judges or justices. You can't try to influence the outcome of a case uh, for fear that the protesters are going to get me or this is going to go on and on. It's intimidation. And you bet your bottom dollar, folks, that if this had anything to do with a cause that uh, that uh, the Democrats didn't like, and there were protesters outside the Supreme Court justices' homes, the Democrats would be saying, lock them up. We got to get the National Guard, set up a perimeter, build a fence, build a wall, do something, because we don't like what they're doing. But because they're in step with the sentiments, well, it's all fine. Well, that's fine. In fact, listen to this person on CNN, and I will sort of borrow this from Dan Bongino. This was on CNN, so not a lot of people have heard about it. Let's listen in briefly. Here's what Laura Coates had to say. So it sort of begs the question at this point in time um, as to why is the safety of these justices so paramount, knowing that there has been risks to others who have resulted in violent threats? We've seen so far protesting in front of these homes, people walking, no arrests, I understand, have yet to be made. So for people looking at this, Joan, do you wonder why this particular issue and these protests are prompting this rallying around the justices? Is it sort of, it's good to be the king? It's good to be one of the Supreme Nine? 
Wow. The, now, she actually said that, folks. What? Why is the security of these judges so paramount? Well, we'll get into it after the You're break. Stay Kyle right there. Warren. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. <laughs> Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is. And thank you for that great intro, Mr. Ron Edwards. And we have so much more to tell you about here on the program today as we race through and rocket through the weekend edition, the Friday slash weekend edition of the program. And don't forget, folks, you can find out more about the show. Simply go to kylewarrenshow.com. And you can find out how to subscribe to the podcast. You can send me a message. And by the way, folks, don't forget, we keep going up and up and up. Just like the music is doing right there. And why are we going up and up and up on this program? Well, one reason and one reason alone. And that is, of course, you, the listener. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, sharing the program on social media, telling your friends, uh, subscribing to the podcast, uh, sending me messages, uh, checking me out on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program. And uh, it's really so much appreciated. And uh, we love doing this program. And uh, we love doing the Captain's America, too. And... And uh, so I got to tell you, this, there's just there's just so many things to talk about. Literally not a day goes by that uh, there isn't something that is so relevant that I'm not just itching uh, to to get on on the air and talk about it <laughs> and try to bring some some perspective or, or at least bring you the facts 
in what's happening uh, around the world. So, of course, uh, we're glad that you're here, and uh, we're glad that uh, we uh, see you as well on the Captain's America Third Watch. Don't forget, that program begins 11.05 p.m. Pacific, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time. That's six nights a week, Monday through Saturday. And uh, simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links to listen live. And uh, something else, too, by the way, the captain has asked me to let everybody listening to this program know about the great people at My Pillow. Of course, that's Mike Lindell's company. He makes the My Pillows. He makes all the great My Pillow products. And you can visit them at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. And uh, by the way, scroll down a little bit when you go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listeners Specials page. That's the Radio Listeners Specials page. That's going to open up all kinds of great deals. They still got a lot of great buy one, get one deals going on as they clear out space in the warehouse to be able to bring in new products and brand new things. And so definitely check out the towel set. By the way, we have the towel set uh, here in our household. Mrs. Professor, by the way, has the slippers. She loves them. We also sleep on the Giza sheets every single night. And we all have a my pillow. So I got to tell you, we've, we've used these products. We love them. And they really have, uh, have uh, done well for us. So you can't go wrong. Go to MyPillow.com. Check out all the specials. Decide what you want, what you want to try out. And then when you're ready to check out, use the promo code CAPTAIN. That's the promo code, one word, CAPTAIN. And that's going to unlock the deep discount, the deep discounts and the great savings that you're going to be able to find at MyPillow.com. So also, if you don't want to go online and put your credit card information into a website or any website for that matter, uh, you can still call the good people at MyPillow.com. Simply call them toll free 1-800-641-5459. That's 1-800-641-5459. 5459 and tell them what you want to buy and then of course be sure to use all together now the promo code captain and uh, you'll be helping out this program you'll also be helping out the captain's program as well and we hope to see you there at my pillow okay um you know right before the break we heard what laura coates on cnn said about the uh, the Supreme Court justices basically questioning, you know, why why is why is the Supreme Court justices safety so paramount? Now, before she we heard that quote, she was sort of talking about that there are many threats or thousands of threats to to federal judges and so forth um, all the time. And the U.S. Marshal Service, uh, uh, they deal with those and so forth. But come on, uh, Laura Coates, can you really be serious about this? Uh, any threat to any judge, obviously, is a major issue. And that's why we have law enforcement, specifically U.S. Marshal Service, to go run those things down and to protect judges. Uh, different functions I've been at, by the way, uh, over the years uh, that have involved judges being present uh, for different, um, uh, different uh, uh, functions that I've, I've attended uh, in other business matters. Um, you know, like uh, uh, where they have uh, uh, get-togethers and this kind of stuff. There's always security uh, for the judges, and as it should be. Because why? Because people might want to go try and intimidate a judge on something. They might, have, they might want to scare them or attack them or do stuff like that. So, of course, you have to be careful. But to actually say the words, why is the Supreme Court justice's safety so paramount? Gee, I don't know, Laura Coates. Is it because there are people outside their house? Well, there haven't been any arrests made yet. They're, they're just walking around. Well, they're walking around 
and they are saying a lot of things. They're acting very strange, and I think it's a little disconcerting if if people were outside uh, your house uh, doing stuff like that. You might get a little bit concerned, as you should be, uh, and as would be natural to be. So this is, you know, just a, a, a really ridiculous notion that, that she's brought up. So by the way, on Fox and Friends recently, on Fox, uh, Fox News Channel, the Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, she's great, by the way, uh, she uh, was on there talking about this particular issue, and she has something to say that we have talked about, by the way, in the Captain's America, the idea that if you have this intimidation going on and it's unchecked, well, then you're de- you're degenerating basically into mob rule. Let's listen in to see what Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, said recently on Fox and Friends. Let's listen in. With, with these protests, how close are you allowing them, uh, these protesters, to get to these people's homes? And we find it very disturbing, uh, us individually, that this is happening uh, to the people and their families when this is a court decision that should not be affected uh, by that. How, why are you, in Virginia you guys tolerating this? We're not tolerating it. In fact, our governor has had state police outside of the home this whole time, from the very first time it started. What we need now is for the Merrick Garland to go ahead and do his job. You saw that he, he sick uh, the police on parents when they were at the school board, right. simply trying to be heard for the safety of their children. And he won't do his job. And then we have the Commonwealth's attorney here in Virginia, also a Democrat, won't do his job. We have uh, a section of our code, 18.2, that says this is a class three misdemeanor if you are protesting in a private property, on private property, outside private property. They're not doing their jobs. What they have done is decided to decide whether or not the, the, the folks who uh, they need to um, prosecute, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, and if they're of their own party, they won't do it. Folks, yeah. this is mob rule. Well, this is America. We don't do this. So there you have uh, the Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, Winsome Sears, uh, talking about, I think, a very, very serious matter. And that is, that's you know, when you start mentioning mob rule, that is precisely where most of the far left is going in this country, or I should say that's where they, they want to go, basically. And it, they only do that because it is a means to an end. They honestly don't seem to care about literally tearing down civilization in order to get what they want. And what they want is power and control. They don't want to uh, lead. See, that's that's the misnomer. Far-left leaders, nope, I don't think they want to lead. They want to control. Leadership is different than total control. And I think that's becoming more obvious every, every, every day. Now, this notion that if we don't have the idea that it is completely inappropriate, wrong, and illegal, by the way, to go to the, to the homes of Supreme Court justices in order to get them to try to vote your way... <sighs> We are going to degenerate into mob rule. We are going to lose this country. We, we aren't going to have the rule of law. And by the way, 
I would perchance to think that you could take a microphone and go out and talk to any one of these protesters and ask them about the finer points of what this ruling, this draft ruling, it's not even an official ruling yet, uh, what it actually means. And of course, what it means is that it goes back to the states. And the states make laws. The states can make laws about abortion. It can allow abortion. It can do this. It can regulate abortion. Whatever, whatever the states are going to do. And they'd have to construct those things, those laws, such that they would pass constitutional muster. Now, I'm not talking about whether or not to be pro or anti-abortion at this point. Well, what I'm saying is, is that Roe, according to this opinion, and this is what so many justices have thought over a long period of time, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is that Roe seemed to be built on very, very shaky foundations. It just wasn't there in the Constitution. So if the Supreme Court can't make legal decisions for fear of mobs, well, then we don't have the rule of law. This is incredibly important stuff. It really, really is. Um, but what's happening, too, is you're seeing a lot of these people now really showing you what they're really, really like. Okay, folks, stay right there. We're going to talk about the Purple Voters and much more when we come you're back. listening to Kyle Warren. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more, so stay right there. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on The Kyle Warren Show. Because of the grossly inadequate government school system practice of not teaching complete and authentic American history, one would think that black Americans contributed very little to our American society. Hello, I'm Rod Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, if your refrigerator contains any produce from your local grocery market, then you can rightfully credit black United States inventor Frederick McKinley Jones. Mr. Jones took out more than 60 patents throughout his life of achievement. Amongst them was a 1930s patent for the roof-mounted cooling system commonly used to refrigerate food products on extended transportation routes. Frederick McKinley Jones officially received his roof-mounted cooling system patent for his invention in 1940. He also co-founded the U.S. Thermal Control Company that later became famously known as Thermo King. The company was critical during World War II, helping to preserve donated blood and food supplies for our American war heroes during the massive war between liberty and tyranny. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. You're listening to All right, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Friday slash weekend edition of the program. Glad to be with you. And don't forget, go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com for more information about the show, how you can send me a message, how you can subscribe to the podcast. By the way, we're available uh, to be heard on Spotify. Uh, you can hear us on iTunes, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, I should say, with iTunes. Uh, you can also uh, hear us on Podcast Republic and also, of course, our home at podbean.com. Simply go to Kyle Warren Show. 
www.podbean.com and you can uh, pick up the program there as well or simply go to kylewarrenshow.com for all the different uh, all the different uh, options that you have google podcasts um, as well so whichever podcast service you like the most or that you like to use or is your favorite uh, chances are we're on them so definitely do that subscribe today and tell your friends about the program we sure appreciate it uh, when you do that okay just really briefly here before we get to these purple voters um the the new terminology that the democrats at least the biden administration is trying to come out with this mega king thing uh let's let's just hear joe biden here real quick he, he used it the other day uh, let's listen in dead wrong under my predecessor the great mega king the deficit increased every single year he was president the first year of my presidency the first so uh, he was going to go on to say that he's reduced the deficit, and uh, we actually saw this the other day as well. That's not really true, and uh, I think they uh, had uh, fact-checked that whole thing. Uh, but uh, we're not going to get into that right now. But the idea is the MAGA King thing. The MAGA King. Now, you know, President Trump and then candidate Trump and just Donald Trump, even before he ever became a candidate, Donald Trump has the ability to pull off a lot of these kinds of things where he sort of gives people the pet names and stuff like that. Um, The reason it works with Donald Trump is that he can, he can pull it off. Joe Biden clearly can't pull this kind of thing off. My predecessor, the great MAGA King, you know, it just doesn't, it, it, it just doesn't have the same oomph. It's the, the, the delivery is not there. And Joe Biden isn't genuinely pulling this off. He's just, saying something that somebody else came up with so that he would go out and say it and it's supposed to be derogatory. To me, it sounds much like the notion of when Hillary talked about the basket of deplorables and this kind of thing. Well, that's what the MAGA king is supposed to sound like or this term ultra MAGA that's now been thrown out there. But it's not really working in their favor. It, It really isn't. Because number one, people are watching to see what's happening out there with their own eyes. They're watching it. They see it. They're interpreting it. They're, they're drawing their conclusions. And it's not the Democrat messaging conclusions that they are supposed to draw from all the messaging that comes in from the various media um, uh, sources and so forth. The various, you know, whatever they're broadcasting at you on over the air or on the TV or a cable or over the Internet. Uh, it's just not working anymore. People are drawing their own conclusions that things are pretty much going to hell in a handbasket around here. And they're going to hell in a handbasket because of the policies of the far left, the Biden administration that's held hostage by the far left. That's why they're not going to go do stuff like drill, baby drill. They're not going to get more oil out there because they're hostage to those who are trying to get the Green New Deal, stuff like that. And by the way, I'll digress here just for a moment. The folks who are asking for the Green New Deal or trying to push it or trying to foist it, maybe that's better, you know, they're trying to foist it on you. I don't think they really believe it. See, I'll do a whisper thing like Joe Biden. They don't believe it, okay? They, they just don't believe I I don't buy that they believe it. I think there's some true believers because down the line, you know, it's like a pyramid scheme, you know, down the line, uh, I think you got true believers who who look at the rhetoric or hear the rhetoric and look at the charts and all this stuff and they go, oh yeah, this is all real. It's just to be. I I, I totally am invested in it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it. But at the top, they're kind of like <laughs> they're they're believing this stuff. 
they don't, they're not trying to get the world and the earth and stuff and trying to make it into this wonderful paradise and it's to- totally sustainable. We're just going to live as one. And they, no, I don't believe that they believe that it, for one second. They're just using that in order to create chaos, right? So that Western civilization doesn't have energy. Uh, also, that you have to be under more control. Government can control more, right? This, this whole notion of uh, the lockdowns, all that stuff. Um, in fact, there was a story the other day. The captain and I talked about it, I think. I know we did. Um, with this, this notion of trying to get the United States to, to uh, submit to some global, like a world health authority of some sort. Not the WHO in particular, but some other authority that would be there to tell people how to respond to the pandemics and have authority and control over your business and what you're doing and all this stuff. Well, that's what they want. They want to use those kinds of pretexts in order to gain more control. It's just what they do. That's, that's their deal. So, uh, given all that, given all that, I just, I just don't buy that. Uh, they're really for, you know, saving the earth and having the, you know, everything being like that. Not at all. So, but people look around, they see this with their own eyes. And they also take this ultra MAGA, MAGA King kind of stuff. I think they take it as very insulting because when they do look around with their own eyes and they see how terrible things have gotten, how it's gone to hell in a handbasket and going worse than that, too, over time, they know that it was better the morning of January 20th, 2021. And everything since then has gone downhill. So they're trying to come up with these things like it's the MAGA King and it's ultra MAGA uh, in order to try to create this, uh, this notion that, uh, um, that, you know, where you, if you're involved in that, if you, if you want what it used to be like, then you're just some kind of extremist, right? That's exactly what, what they're doing. And, uh, and, and further, further, how is that? Where's the uniting going on, by the way, are you going to unite everybody? Remember Joe Biden was elected to be the great uniter. He was going to unite everyone, and they were the adults in the room, and it was all going to be better now. Well, that seems to me like they're calling out a huge, huge group of people and saying, you're not part of this process. You're just a bunch of ultra-magas. And it sounds funny on these cable shows or whatever, but in reality, people hear that, and I think it's just backfiring on them. It's just absolutely backfiring. Okay, so let's talk about those purple voters where it is backfiring big time. This from the Washington Examiner, a poll analyzing voters who supported President Donald Trump in 2016 uh, before casting a ballot for Biden in 2020 has found just three in 10 would back the incumbent again. Okay, so this is mostly the the so-called purple voters. I don't think these were the ultra mega voters because I don't think ultra mega voters would have voted for Biden. But it's, this is very significant because it's the idea of swing voters, the idea of voters who who would say, well, you know, I'm not always going to be uh, Republican. I'm not always going to just vote Democrat, but I'm going to I I could I could change my mind at the last minute. And those are the so-called swing voters. Uh, the poll published by Republic, Republican Public Opinion Research from JL Partners also found one in five of the same voters graded Biden's uh, as performing, quote, very well as president. Voters older than 65 were more critical of Biden, with 7% echoing the assessment. 
JL Partners founder James Johnson, former British Prime Minister Theresa May's chief pollster, predicts that so-called purple voters will be pivotal in November's midterm elections and the next presidential cycle, estimating that approximately 4 million people are members of the group. For example, the poll found that more than one in four planning to vote Republican this fall, prompted by liberal positions and on the removal of statues and monuments, the use of gender pronouns, race protests, and cancel culture. About 68% remained committed to Democrats. Johnson, too, attributes Biden's and Democrats' deteriorating purple voter support to disappointment over their handling of the economy and immigration policy, as well as the promise to, you were just talking about this, to unite the country. Democrats retain their advantage over Republicans regarding regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. Purple voters' top concern and uh, and healthcare, according to Johnson. Uh, now, here we go. The COVID-19 pandemic, that's key. So we'll just back up here. Democrats retain their advantage over Republicans regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. So this explains why you will hear more about COVID-19. You will hear more about the, uh, you know, they, they just did the thing where they lowered the flags. Uh, the president ordered the flags lowered uh, in recognition of a million COVID deaths, according to the CDC uh, and Johns Hopkins numbers, I think. Um, they believe that at, at this point they begin to approach that number, that significant number, obviously. Um, but you will hear more about COVID-19 because they know that if they can gin up a COVID-19 problem, not even just not even real problem, just the perception of a problem that they can maybe gain some advantage. They know they're going to get a slacking in the in the uh, midterms. But if they can. So this is the kicking and scratching that you're going to see happening, the kicking and scratching. And, you know, folks, honestly, uh, we don't deserve this. We deserve better. Uh, they're just trying to manipulate again. We're not going to let that happen. You're listening to Kyle Warren. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's plug into e-cycling partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug in. In sports, five games were featured in Hockey Action last year. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. 
But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Kyle Warren Show. You're listening to Kyle Warren. I got a question for you. What is the tipping point for gas prices? Which is it? Is it $4 a gallon, which it's already more than over a lot of different parts of the country? Is it $5 a gallon? What does it have to be before people start to decide to really start making different decisions? Uh, By the way, welcome back to the program, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you here on the Friday slash weekend edition of the show. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com for more info. Um, I think it's a great question. Um, And it's something we talk about a lot, of course, on the Captain's America Third Watch as well. Uh, What is the tipping point going to be? Now, of course, gas prices in different parts of the country, I think that tipping point might be different. It might be a different amount, basically. Um, it's not It's not always just going to be this amount, you know, or one uniform amount. Because here in California, the reason I sort of bring this up as we come into this segment is uh, I was out and about earlier, and um, I had to drive a little bit around to do a couple of things today. And um, gas, the 87 octane fuel, down the street from me is $5.89 a gallon. And from there, it jumps up into well over $6. Um, And um, then the place I was at was about 20 minutes away from my house. Um, That was starting, starting, 87 octane, starting at $6.21. And, of course, it went up from there. Now, in California, you know, I know it's a it's sort of a bad example because we've already got so, you know, the gas prices have traditionally been so high and there's already so many other things and the taxes and all that baked in. And I think even in California, maybe that tipping point is seven dollars a gallon, because I remember when it was then we're going over four. Now we're hitting five. Now we're hitting six. Now we're going to start hitting seven. And what is the tipping point going to be? By the way, by the way, this is just anecdotal, but we're hearing about more people who are not keeping their jobs, not because bad performance or something like that, but, but because of cutbacks. And again, it's just anecdotal, just people that, you know, people that we know. Um, and, and also there's still people who don't even want to go to work right now. And, you know, 
It's just uh, there's so many problems that are just being exacerbated by the inflation and all this stuff. But I'll tell you this, uh, you know, maybe $7 in California is going to be the tipping point where people go, that's it, no more. I'm only, I got to drive where I got to drive. I'm going to drive over to work or I'll drive, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, to, on, to just go to the grocery store or stuff like that. But I'm not going to do the usual stuff. And I'm just going to go out and drive and, oh, that's no problem. I'll go over there and pick it up. It's 30 minutes away. I'll come on back and get it, you know, um, just sort of on a lark. I don't think they're going to do that. Now, in the Midwest or in the middle part of the country, is it going to be $5 a gallon? Because what happens is you get the perception and you get the feeling like, okay, I don't feel quite as, uh, I don't feel quite as, uh, uh, my resources aren't there because I'm putting all this money in the tank. I was telling the captain, Captain Matt Bruce the other night, uh, we stopped at home. We had gone to, actually, we'd gone to an angel game. And on the way back, we're starting to get on empty. And so we pulled into the uh, to the uh, to the gas station. I filled it up, and it's you know took a little, almost about 20, 20 gallons, a little bit more than twenty gallons. And at that time, this was a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, a hundred and twenty one dollars, hundred and twenty one dollars to get some twenty gallons of gasoline. And I was getting it at what I thought was the lower price, right, than it would be a couple blocks away. Uh, and as I've noticed that, but usually it's 10 cents here. It's, you know, that's what it varies. And I'm thinking, oh boy, we're saving 10 cents a gallon, you know, and, uh, uh, but it's still a a big chunk of money. And if you have a mid range SUV, it's going to cost a hundred dollars to fill it up. If you have a smaller car, you have a compact car, still going to be 60. So if somebody told me the other day, um, it was like, they have like 13 uh, gallons or something like that, but it was still like 60 or 65 bucks or something. And, um, this is, this is really important. This is kitchen table budgets. These are people making decisions about what they're going to do. And when the pullback starts, because as we start looking at this thing being officially a recession, by the time I think we get the official numbers, some will say, well, we're already in the recession and stuff like that. And that very well may be. But once we get those official numbers, I think it's going to even hit even harder. You're going to see the pullback. You're going to see the slowdown. And Biden's going to come out. And what's he going to say? It's the Putin recession, right? It's the Putin recession. Putin, it's all, Putin did this. This is why we have food shortages, evidently, because of the Putin invasion. And this is why the gas is so much, because of the Putin price hike. Here's, okay, here's, here's something you can do. If you have clients or people that, you, uh, that uh, pay you to do stuff or whatever, walk in, give them a new bill, give them something else, really hike it up. And I mean really hike it up. And if they complain, tell them it's the Putin price hike. Yeah, try that on for size. Do you think that's going to work? No. They're going to laugh in your face. I'm sorry. Um, our service just went up by 35%. 35%? Your contract says 10 or 5 or something. No, 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 nope. sorry. Putin price hike. <laughs> Can you? People would just laugh in your face. It's because of Vladimir Putin that all this is happening to me. And this is what's happening. And, you know. But yet Joe Biden can go out there and he can say that. And he'll, oh, it's the Putin price hike. And the people in the media, they eat it up. Oh, this is great. It's the Putin price hike. It's wonderful. Why? Because it diverts. It diverts from these disastrous policies and the not just even just the policies. 
something on a piece of paper. It, it, is, it, is the, it is the abject tearing down of the things that were making people prosperous and making people, giving them opportunity and, you know, so they could follow through. It's all there. It's all there. And um, it all started with Joe Biden coming into office. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. In fact, well, I'm not going to say what Joe Biden said about Obamacare, but you kind of get the idea, right? <laughs> oh, man. And by the way, that's not even Joe Biden isn't even the same guy that he was when he said that about Obamacare. Right. He's deteriorated a lot more. This is and this is for real. This is for real. I'm not trying to be mean, but this is where it's at. This is who he is. And this is what's happening to him. And this is going to get us into some real, real problems, because when you look at the issues going on with Vladimir Putin, we keep hearing about his health. Um, we're, you know, we don't know what exactly the truth is at this point. Eventually we may. Um, but right now, does he have cancer? Does he have leukemia? He's going to be supposed to have an operation, uh, abdominal surgery. I mean, this is all very serious stuff. But listen to this. This is from the Daily Digest. U.S. intelligence chiefs believe Putin's actions in the country, that mean, you mean Ukraine, could escalate. And if Putin feels the war is not going in his favor and his position in Moscow is threatened, he may decide to use a nuclear warhead. Oh, man. Now, we've been talking about this since day one with the captain, of course. Um, what what happens? And by the way, we got the, the news the other night about the two battalions and something like 36 tanks were destroyed. One fell swoop. What happens is you can't replace those tanks very quickly. It's very difficult to do that in terms of time. It's not like World War II. If, and, you, you know, we hear about the Javelin missile stockpile for the United States is also going down because we're giving them Javelin missiles. Well, you can't replace those too quickly. In other words, across the board, modern military equipment is very difficult to replace. And you will start losing if, if, uh, if you're running out of stuff. It is not beyond the realm of possibility for Vladimir Putin to want to do something like this. And we've been saying this from day one, because that is just the function of modern warfare these days. That's just the way that, in other words, that is a practical problem that Putin is not going to say, I, I made a mistake. I'm going home. He is going to look at this. And when you couple it, so this is what I was mentioning about Biden and then about Putin and his, his health issues, whatever they are. You couple that I'm losing this war with I'm probably going to die soon from disease. And Putin says to himself, you know, screw them all. I'm going to go and I'm going to launch this thing. I'm going to do something that's going to be a game changer. I'm going to win in his mind. And that is a very, very scary thing. And. I'm all for it, and we are so glad the Ukrainians are making such great headway. Putin needs to be kicked out of Ukraine. Don't give him the Donbass. Don't try to settle because something else, you know, could happen uh, with this whole thing. That's why we need to be so decisive. And Putin and Russia have to be defeated in this. All right, folks, so we'll see you next time right here on the program, and we'll see you bright and early Monday morning on the Captain's America Third Watch. Hope to see you there. Until then, everybody out there around the globe... You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.